Welcome to Occasionally Posh, where we enjoy life, laughs, and shenanigans. <laughs> I am your girl, Miss Chassie B. <laughs> Why are you giving us quiet storm? Right. <laughs> this is not the 80s or the 90s, whenever that was out. Yeah, the warm. Okay. Pick up the phone. Wow. <laughs> she went back to you don't have to be alone tonight. <laughs> Pick up the phone. Anywho, I'm Sunshine. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you guys for joining. If you haven't done so yet, please comment. Let us know you're here. Get ready for this good topic. Also, please share this with your friends and family and whoever you want to join in on the shenanigans. We show so, so appreciate it. As you can see, one of our guests is running late again. He was late last time, too. We're going to have to find him a $5 fine. But, uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord. Taryn was laughing at you. DZ already getting started. Hey Nikki. <laughs> hey Nikki. <laughs> Can I say I Nikki? Really, really, really. I of course called it after the fact. I really enjoyed Nikki's show. Um oh, week before. Right. It was really, really good, really informative, really enlightening. I love, love, love that y'all are tackling topics like this. And I love that Nikki was able to come on and you know give some insight. It's nothing like having a firsthand account. So that was awesome. You did your thing, Nikki girl. And the yes, back oh, she was such a cutie. <laughs> it was so excited. Like, I was like hey, baby, like <laughs> She was. It was a great episode. If you haven't watched it yet, go back, tune in, get that good, them good gems she was dropping and all the positivity that she, you know, had when she was talking about it and see the baby. Okay. Well, she ain't a baby no more, but you know, they always, you know, they always our baby, you know, (laughs) you know, they always our baby. DZ said he the co-host of the comment section. I am doing too. I go by DZ Jamaican. (laughs) You and Nikki, you and Nikki. The co-host, the co-host. Oh, I came back. She said, "Oh, thanks, boo. Yeah, it was. It was really, really good. We appreciate it. And we're gonna continue to have topics. Anything you want us to talk about, y'all let us know. You know, inbox one of us, holler at us, put it in the comments. It don't matter. We'll take. You know, we take all things into consideration, and we're open-minded about all topics. So you know, just let us know. We'll do. Yeah, because we're gonna talk about vibrators next month. Ooh, no. I'm just <laughs> Got real excited. Woo! <laughs> Let me tell you about that. Yeah. But we're gonna we don't have a foreplay tonight. We're gonna go right into uh Chassis Bree bringing it back. Hope y'all enjoy. Darling, I would like you to come to church with us tomorrow, please. 10.30. And somebody has a dress you can wear and you can stay at my house for dinner later. Your sister wants to see you. I love you. See you. Mom, seriously, I can't come up there. I have to work from 10 to 7. I've told you to schedule off work on Sundays. Tell your manager you won't make it. You either come to church or you go to your roommate's. Mom, 
I just can't tell, sorry, mom, I can't just tell him I won't make it. Besides, I get paid more on Sundays, so it's worth it for me to work. This isn't an argument. I'm coming to get you. I want you to at least try to be active. Maybe if you actually try to pray and read the Book of Mormon, I'll let you decide. But until then, you're going to come with us, okay? Mm. Mom, I'm working tomorrow. I'm going to keep working Sundays. I read the Book of Mormon. I pray daily for 18 years of my life. You don't pay my rent. You don't pay my tuition. You don't pay my insurance. And I'm an adult. So you have no say in what goes in on over here. Maybe if you would stop acting like this, I might schedule a Sunday off in the future for to humor, to humor you. Have a good night. Pack your clothes for tomorrow. I'm coming to your apartment. Have fun hmm. trying to get in. Good night and see me. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Why people think they're gonna force folks to church? I don't understand. Right, that's Why crazy. Gonna force me anywhere, that not part. just to church, but to anywhere. To anywhere, to? right? <laughs> hey, tell her. Just I told you to take Sundays off. You don't pay now, near bill over here. You don't pay no lights, no water, no rent, no Nathan. <laughs> Ain't even gave me no oodles and noodles from the Dollar Tree. Ain't trying to hear that. Is it Safari they supposed to use? Uh yeah. Okay, sorry. <laughs> My bad. He was, just, he was just on here. He should know when to get on. But he said it keeps kicking him off. He said it. Uh, whoops, there's something wrong. There's nothing here. Okay. He said he's using Chrome. Yeah, I'm yeah, using Chrome. I use Chrome too. Is he if he on a laptop, Chrome should work, but if he's on a phone, then he have to use the Fari. Oh yeah, he's on the laptop. Okay. So yeah, Chrome should be fine. Yeah. Okay. All right, y'all. Sorry. Let's go through the comments. Uh, let's see. Uh, Jenny, Jenny, Jen. Hey, Jenny, Jen. Thanks for joining. Hello. Uh, Nikki, I'm a pure romance consultant. You go, you go, start putting that on. You can, you can buy some ad space. We, we ain't that, that expensive either. We ain't, we ain't. We real cheap. <laughs> <laughs> we ain't that expensive. We supposed to have something for these, but I ain't seen it yet. Um, oh, he said that's me. I got you. Is this? Uh, he said you telling a story in Italian. <laughs> kind of like an aggressive Super Mario. <laughs> Mario, Mario. One of them Lord of the Rings characters. Wow, man, he just kept going. Romeo get getting ghetto with ghetto with Juliet. <laughs> Shaking my, <laughs> shaking my head. Oh man, uh, have either either y'all been talked to by your family members like that, trying to get you to go to church or anywhere? Not necessarily like that, but my grandma is all. Last time I saw Granny, I was like, you know, we were talking about church, and mind you, Granny's ninety, and I'm a heathen, and um, she was telling me, you know, she's just so mad that I hadn't been going to church and this, that, and the third. And I was like, well, Granny, that's just not what I do. And she was like, you know better. You were raised better than that. Da, 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 da. And I was like, I love you. And, you know, <laughs> I'm not arguing with my 90-year-old grandma about me not right. going to church. I'm just not going. Right. <laughs> I'm just not going. Right. <laughs> right. 
Yeah, I've always was raised in the church, and I still go to church at this day. But I, I definitely don't believe in forcing anybody to do nothing. I don't know why people think forcing someone is gonna take bring them closer to something. Right. If anything, it's gonna push them further away. It's not exactly. gonna to bring to them closer. So, I mean, we supposed to just you know show love and be the examples and have the light of the Lord, and you know, and then when the person ready, it's small steps, and then they'll be there. Like you ain't gotta force right. nobody. Like. Nobody got ain't nobody. I ain't even got the energy to be. I can't barely force my son to brush his teeth every day. I ain't got <laughs> a grown person at that. <laughs> Just saying that I, I ain't got time. Sometimes we sometimes we need to stop getting these job descriptions mixed up. Let the Lord be do his job and we do ours. You know what? Let's stop getting our, our job descriptions mixed up. Let's stop doing it. <laughs> right. About that's time. That's time. time. How about I'm not. I'm not technically savvy. Okay, I know God, but that's it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> I had to cut some music on. I had to get it. I had to set the atmosphere here. <laughs> what? <laughs> How y'all doing tonight? All right, how are you? Hey, you know, hey, look. I'm in there. Right. We glad you made it in the house, amen. <laughs> One more time. One more time. Tierra said, what up, though? Hey, Tierra. Adiza said, Bro. not feeling but aggressive Jehovah Witness at my door. Listen, Ooh. them in the latter day, they are going to stay saints. <laughs> Get on my nerves riding them damn bikes and shit. Oh, Get out of my face. Day. It's gonna be <laughs> I don't know what's funny. You talking to Mary's mouth? <laughs> okay. I'm just like, oh, okay. <laughs> right. I ain't even got I no said what I said. My pearls, oh, clutching. All right. Uh, he said they just want my ties, ain't and ain't gonna get it. Bye. <laughs> I fellowship with the Lord in my own house. I mean, that's allowed too. Uh, mm -hmm. I haven't ever, I haven't even been invited to church in a long time. Oh, that's sad. Oh, you can come on down to Macedonia, girl. Come on down to Love Faith the Power of Christian Ministries right here. Say, especially since you're only about 40 minutes away now. Come on down. We get out at 1230. We don't play no games because pa my pastor, he likes to watch football too. So, you know, we ain't standing there long, baby. We got to be at home before kickoff. Yeah. <laughs> I'm done. This is at AK. Did I hear now hold the land when you came in? <laughs> I don't like to promote other people's stuff, but I was actually listening to the new T Pain album. Oh, okay. Oh, the I one where he's um covering. Yes. Covering. Yes. yes. I like that. Yeah. I haven't listened to it yet. Oh, yeah. I like it. You need it's it. Like, it's like something different. So I like yeah. I know I will. Uh, Brittany said, I'm not going to hell with y'all insulting the Lord's people. It ain't no y'all winning. That's your sister. Let's no, be clear. Uh -uh. Listen, I don't understand why be clear. they okay. ain't riding on that bike in that three-piece double-breasted suit and then come up to my door and want to talk to me. You all sweating and funky. Get out of my face. Look, they're all doing right. the Lord's work. I, I, I already know the Lord. I don't need that. Go find somebody else. All right. <laughs> um, Deezy said, "Don't invite me. I'm gonna ask you what time it's starting at. Like I, I might come. I'm done. Yeah. Deezy, come on down to Macedonia. We start at eleven o'clock. We got by twelve thirty. 
Oh, Tierra said, I go to church online. No pressure. Just meet the Lord and a cup of coffee. I know that's right. I know that's right. All right. Well, you missed the uh, the ratchet theater. That's why That's why we was uh, talking about all this, kid. But that's okay. all right. That's all right. Before we get into the topic at hand, since we talking about, you know, the church house and religion and stuff, I, I just wanted to talk a little bit about this. Let them introduce this, too. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm about to go right on in. They done been on here before. But go ahead. You done messed me up with your double-breasted suit. Sorry, go ahead, Kev. <laughs> what up, y'all? It's your boy, Kev, a.k.a. Swole Church Boy, Mr. Tuxedo Ready himself. Uh, Kev the Avengers, whatever you want to call me, I'm here tonight to celebrate with these girls, or hang out with these girls on Occasionally Posh. I'm excited to be here, excited about the topic. It's uh, something near and dear to me, so we're going to dive in. I'm excited to be here. All right, Kev right. like he forgot his other name. He know his other name. We don't talk about that name on here. <laughs> <laughs> What's the other name? I want to know. Okay, I don't even we know. Talk, we talk the lesbian slayer. What? Done. Never mind. Talk about it. Maybe later. Uh, <laughs> all right. Yeah, yeah we're going to see you in. Yeah, we'll, we'll oh, we gonna Thank you. We're all right. Go ahead, Mary. Lord Jesus. Hi, family, <laughs> friends. I am not new to the show. I am Mary J. I am a, oh my God, I don't even want to do all of the initials and stuff. I'm a therapist, guys. That's what I am. I'm a therapist. I do many, many things, and I will tell you about those many, many things later on in the show. All right, all right. Good, man, good, shout good. out to Black Therapists in the building. Come on, man. You're welcome. You're welcome. Get flowers. Okay, whatever. Oh my God, we're gonna be done. We're gonna be done tonight. All right, let me play a little bit of this video. I want to get y'all uh comment. I know y'all done seen it, but I want to get y'all uh comment on it. Say that Jamela's husband point to the camera. Say that is Jamela's husband. Thank you. Now back to what I was trying to say. backstory of it and what I know of it I don't I may not know the full story so somebody know more than me y'all correct me but she is upset because a prophetess from I think they said Georgia because this woman is in Charlotte contacted her to say I have a word for your husband and this was the response to the woman who had a word for a husband who came through her I just want to make that clear how y'all feel about it mm. <laughs> 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 I just want to say that she act like just because she took down the microphone and, and said the words that it didn't count. Baby, right. it still counted. It still counted. It's right. just like whenever people be acting like, oh, I'm doing it in the dark, so ain't nobody gonna know. The Lord still know. 
Whenever right. you think about it, just go ahead and say it out loud too, because the Lord still know your thoughts. You can say yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead, Kim. I'm conflicted. <laughs> Not conflicted. Oh, I got to hear this. Because. That is definitely out of order. That's not the place or the time or the proper vernacular, the proper terminology to be using while you're standing in the sacred pulpit. Let's let's establish that. Right. But it's just something about a woman that go hard for a man, though. Like the fact that she was willing, like that, that little edge of hood, that little slight. <laughs> not edge of hood. That little edge, that's you know, some some, some guys like that. Some guys like that little edge of hood, you know what I'm saying? So she was wrong. The situation was wrong. She should have. She should not be in the pulpit. As a matter, that should not even be discussed publicly and openly like that. I mean, because apparently it was a private situation because she went to her and said that she had a word. So why are you coming out the side of your? Like, why? Why did you feel the need to? You know, her husband should have put her in check. Like right then and there, he should have came out there and like, uh, uh-uh, uh, come in, sit mm-hmm. down. You Don't see you how know. he was looking over there, though? He looked like he was kind of proud a little bit. He was. He was like, that's my baby. <laughs> I told you. Some of, us, some of us, we like that little bit of stuff. You know what I'm saying? We like that kind of carrying on. You can like it, but it's a time and a place for everything. Oh, it, that was definitely not the time or the place. She should have not. Mm. No, no, no. Not he ever. definitely ate her groceries that night. Yeah, he was happy. Oh my God, I ain't gonna make it. Mary, what you got to say? I'm still stuck on the grocery. (laughs) From my initial, um, yeah, so uh, (laughs) much like Kev, for real, for real, I'm conflicted, right? And it's for two reasons. I very much agree with what Kev said about using that. You're you're in the pulpit and you're cussing, trying to prove a point to who and for what, right? But then on the other side, it's like Christians are people too with human emotions. And I'm, com- I can't, why? Keep why? On, keep like, on. Keep so, on. <laughs> so I, I, and I feel conflicted. And I say that because of, I don't know if you guys saw the, the, the therapist that caught the, the backlash a couple of weeks ago for saying that she didn't take, she wasn't taking any more men. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's like they feel like just because you hold a title or whatever that you're not a person. And so that's where the conflict comes in for me as well as I understand, you know, having a being a human and feeling human emotions. But I also understand that there are certain things that and expectations that come along with the title. And so sis, why is you up there cussing? And like Kev said, is that not a conversation that you can have with your friends or even the lady to the side? Maybe you have some insecurities. Maybe there's some that things part. that have that have you know transpired in this marriage that y'all need to sit down and have a conversation about. And Thanks. that is the case. Where are you, sis? If you're in South Carolina, North Carolina, call me. Let me help. You. <laughs> He's in Charlotte. He's in Charlotte. But my my whole thing about the whole situation is whenever I've read it. I was thinking that maybe I had misread what was written down in the article because it said that the woman just said that she had a word for Literally. the husband. It wasn't Literally. like they was like she was trying to sleep with him. It wasn't like they were sleeping together. There was no relationship. Like, ma'am, 
you need to go sit on somebody's couch like ASAP if that got you to the point that you want to whoop somebody's ass. Like, right. can't, your husband can't even look at anybody. Like, can't nobody wave at your husband at all. Yeah. Can't nobody speak to him. The cashier can't even say, have a nice day. She's going to be ready to fight. Right. <laughs> yeah, that was going to be my point. My point was going to be like, even past all of that, she's going to be human, blase, blase. I just feel like the whole situation was just done because in my in my opinion, and I, you know, I'm still learning, you know, in this little ministry side of things, but in my opinion, a woman did it the right way. She came to you to let you know she had a word for your husband, and that's all she said. You acted like they were sneaking around each other. You done found some hidden messages, or you found out they met up somewhere. You know what I'm saying? She literally actually did it the right way by saying the Lord gave her a word. I know I need to let him know, but hey, let me be respectful and come to you first. And that's literally all she did. And now you, that took you to cussing in the pulpit. That's why you can't go to people. You can't go to some women as a woman. It's not like she came and was like, girl, right. creeping. <laughs> you want some? I have a word for your husband. And you like, oh, I'm not the woman. <laughs> the Lord can't even get his word to him. You don't want the word. That's man, man, I don't feel like tussling for the Lord's word. <laughs> That's why we need we need a homegirl to we need a homegirl to come tell us the whole story about what happened. She, we, we need a play by play. So so yeah. she, we need somebody to get on. So so let me tell you, we need to say now look, we need one of them now look conversation. Did what really happened. But you because, the only reason why I feel like that ain't necessary is because the woman who's doing the cussing who's actually mad. If if I would have played the whole video, she the one said that the woman just contacted us and said I had to work for your husband. Now, if that would have been the other woman saying I'd have been like, no, nah, it had to be something else. But we don't but the woman that's the mad is the one that's saying that so what's happening. But I want to know the history between the, the prophetess and the pastor, too, though. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah, there might be some history there. I mean, that's true. And they, they might have had words before. You know what I'm saying? They might not really like each other already. See, it's a lot that we we might be missing here. That's why I want to see what's that phone number, man. Call them right quick. That's his, that right there is the girl that broke his heart in third grade. And now oh, she is a prophetess. She's trying to come back home. We need to know. We need to know. Let me read some of these comments. Tierra said, I forgot Kev being to that top six. And then Jenny said, Oh, so you like it, huh? Uh huh. Okay. <laughs> Here says she technically at work. A lot of people be inappropriate at work. Uh, I I agree and disagree. I feel like a lot of people show they behind a lot more at church than they do at they they nine to five. Let's be some people be different. People be different in, <laughs> in these streets when they getting a check and when they ain't. In my opinion, now y'all correct me if I'm wrong. But in my opinion, I feel like it's a little bit different. I thought this was a Christian episode. I, we ain't never say that. Let's be clear. <laughs> The wife, he said, the, she said, the wife cheating. That may be it. That, that could be, be that might be shit dog hollering. She thought that she was about to tell her, her husband that she was sleeping with Deacon Williams <laughs> and she did not want him to find out. That's what it is. Hey, that, see, I told you, you gotta think about it. We get, we getting down, we getting down to this. There's some roots, I'm gonna it's some roots. 
She wanted to snitch. She was worried for sure. And now, whatever the worry was, she needed to go lay on somebody's couch. But she definitely was worried. And I volunteered as tribute. Come on now. Seek her, seek her out. Tara said, Did the Lord tell her to talk to the wife first? Maybe he gave her specific directions that she didn't follow, like so many in the Bible is a little bit. I mean, that's that's between the Lord and her at that point. But I mean, the respectful thing would have been to go to the wife first because, oh, yeah. you know, I mean, I'm I'm so I'm personally I'm not a person who feel like that is that serious. As long as somebody don't come out the side of their neck. But if you train in ministry, you are trained to be respectful and to go to, you know, what I'm saying the spouse is married, blah, blah, blah. And Kev, you can correct me if I'm wrong. You are trained to do things a certain way just mm-hmm. to keep the peace. Now, it sounds like this lady might as well just to hit him up because it was going to be trouble anyway. But, <laughs> but she was supposed yeah. to do things in decency and in order, as the old folks say. The old folks say. And Jenny says, uh, still doesn't justify her acting like that. Definitely does not. <laughs> Deezy said, if on site was a person. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> she that's funny. That. She said, regardless of the backstory, I, I definitely agree. I definitely agree. And I, I honestly feel like if people really seek therapy and go to people like Mary over here with this good old uh, company she has to get your help, you wouldn't be going through this. So this, this is a good time. Let's go on and segue into our sponsor. Are you seeking therapy outside of non-traditional hours in a non-traditional setting? Would you like to experience therapy in the comfort of your own home? Do you feel restricted to the therapist in your area code? If you check any of these boxes, Eclectic Clinical Solutions is here to help by currently offering 100% HIPAA compliant virtual sessions. This means that you are able to show up in a way that's most authentic to you. Whether it be in your comfortable clothes, with your fur baby, or with a cup of tea or your favorite blanket. There is no one-size-fits-all approach to therapy, and Eclectic Clinical Solution believes in utilizing an eclectic therapeutic approach grounded in CBT practices so that your therapeutic journey is as unique as you are. Eclectic Clinical Solutions is LGBTQ plus informed, friendly, and alley, and licensed to offer therapy in North and South Carolina. Please visit www.eclecticclinical.com to schedule your first visit. Thank you, Eclectic Clinical Solutions, for sponsoring Occasionally Posh. Eyes of an angel. I'm done. Get on my nerves. Oh my god, I'm always so confused as to what's going on. Like, all right, that was really good, Sasha. She, Chasm B, kept telling me to just record it so she could take a bathroom break and she didn't even go. Look at her, I showed it. But anywho, thank you, Mary J, the therapist, for sponsoring Occasionally Posh. Y'all go check her out. Go to her website. Make you an appointment. And if anybody know that woman in Charlotte, uh, send send a link. Okay? Because she need it. Yeah. <laughs> Have a conversation. Send a link. Send a link. DZ said, uh, hold on. He said, don't be coming to nobody like a woman. Stay in your lane. Let me let my wife. Bye, DZ. 
You need, you need to send these are the link. Send these are the link. Okay. Oh, because, sir, what? <laughs> I'm done. I am done. All right. So let's go into the topic in here. And tonight, the, the tonight, Lord Jesus. The topic tonight. I need some water. Is about mental health and religion. Everybody ready? We ready? Amen. We need some That's not it. <laughs> I'm gonna get my soundboard right one day. God gonna bless us with a studio, okay? We're gonna put it out there now. Good God. Y'all subscribe to my OnlyFans so we can get a, a studio. I cannot. Um, but anywho. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're here talking about mental health and religion. And before we get into the religion aspect of it, let's talk about. <laughs> I can't. I'm trying, y'all. You see me trying. <laughs> <Let's> see. <laughs> what is wrong with y'all? What's something wrong with them? All right, let's talk about what mental health is. Mental health is a state of mental well being that enables people to cope with the stresses of life realize their abilities and learn well and work well and contribute to their community. So everyone is at risk for developing a mental health disorder. I feel like I need to say it twice. Everyone is at risk for developing a mental health disorder, regardless of age, sex, uh, income, ethnicity, <laughs> right, most of them already have one. Um, there are many factors that can cause mental health problems, trauma, social isolation, having a social disadvantage, bereavement, economic issues, or it could just be something that's chemical. It could be you could have a great life and, and something chemically imbalanced. So, uh, Mary, the therapist, you want to just add anything on to what mental health is so we can educate folks so they can uh, make an appointment with you? Explain <laughs> <laughs> what mental health is. And when I said that most, of, most people are probably already have something going on. I wasn't joking. Um, we, we've talked several times on this show about how um, different types of mental health disorders manifest themselves differently, especially in communities of color. Let's think about PTSD, how we all have that when we think about getting pulled over by the police and how your heart starts racing. And it's right. PTSD, that's anxiety. That's all of these different feelings. So most people do have some type of mental health disorder. Um, it's just mainly about getting the education behind it and I'm trying to get out of that stigma that, you know, black folk don't need therapy and this and this and that, that therapy isn't accessible and it's expensive and yada, yada, yada. But we'll get into that later on. Take yeah, it yeah, yeah. <laughs> So how many of us on here right now and us that are in the comments have uh, went to therapy? <laughs> Anybody else in the comments? In the comments? <clears throat> Uh, give one reason, Kev, if you don't mind sharing. You can let tell me to mind my business. But give one reason why you decided to go to therapy. I'm black. Now I'm stopping. <laughs> 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 I'm through, Kev, because bitch. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Take your <word>, guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just recognizing patterns and my career are the two things that sent me to therapy. I knew uh, it took pretty much self-destruction for me to realize that I look, bro, you need some help. And defeating the stigma, of course, being black men to being, we, we don't, we, 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 we can do it on our own. I'm we recording. See, look a little man. He trying to, he trying to bust him. He need help too. <laughs> and you, and you put him out the room. 
Now he's going to have to go to therapy for that later on, Chaz. I'm just shut up, kids. <laughs> just so we're clear, my kids already get therapy. Okay. See, now he's going to he, he gonna talk about that in the next session. I was in the room. <laughs> <laughs> See, but in all seriousness, though, you know what I mean? You have, thir- you know, you have 20 some odd years because you finally realize your 20s, 30s, you know, of years of trauma built up. And then you expect to be fixed overnight with, you know, one prayer or one healer and one deliverance service. And I realized that it took more than that because the Bible says you got to seek wise counsel. And that's what made, that's what really pushed me into therapy is when I studied the word closely, it said, you got to seek wise counsel. So who is wise counsel? These people have gained wisdom and knowledge in this area. So they have been, they have went and got studied and made this, showed themselves approved in this area. So now they have, they are the wise counsel that you got to seek in order to fix your problems. So go see a therapist. If you needed Bible tonight, there it is. Okay, let, let me go ahead and help you out. Okay, Get, there's your Bible for, the, for all you super saints. There's your word. All right, super saints. <laughs> yes. Kim, if you, may I ask a question? Mm-hmm. So it's very interesting that you were talking about seeking wise counsel and things of that nature. Tell me, how did you get out of the mindset of all my help comes from the Lord? Because that is something that I hear a lot when it comes to religion and mental health is even though like you said let me show you all of this (laughs) wise counsel but it's still you don't need me i'm gonna pray about it and that's good enough Mm -hmm. how did you get out of that mindset Mm -hmm. i lost my religion (laughs) and i really found why explain that for people that don't understand So when I say I lost my religion, I got out of religion and I got in relationship with Christ and I began to commune and exchange in my thoughts for his thoughts and for the purity of his ways. Okay, it says some things come through fasting and praying, not all things. It says some things come through fasting and praying. That means you can't get everything through fasting and praying. Okay. Hallelujah. Some things come through fasting and praying. Put your cash app up so they can. In all thy ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your path. So if you acknowledge God, like, look, God, I need help, and he directs you to somebody, you so so you trust him to lead you to that house, that car, or that that woman, but you can't, but it can't be a therapist. Right. You will go to the eye doctor to get your eyes fixed, but you won't go to the person that can help you heal your mind. Right, right. That's what I want. You need help. It don't matter where you need help at. Right. Right. That's what I wanted to highlight on that because you I I agree that all of my help comes from the Lord, but that help is so complex. So the the Lord can help you through many avenues, through many people. Sometimes you can even get help from people who ain't saved, who's sinful, from anybody. The Lord literally can you she said me the lord literally can use anybody to help you in the moment because he know what moment he know what time he know what place he know all of that to to work and get you the help that you need so for you to put restrictions on that is your problem not god's mm-hmm. <clears throat> let's be <Right>. clear <laughs> even the scripture all of my help come from the lord was a question in that moment that was the psalmist was that he said all of my help Come from the Lord. If you look at it in the correct context, he was asking a question. He's like, So all of my help come from the Lord? He said, Yes, all of your help. But then that means in but if you look all the way in context, he was talking about in those times. 
Okay, even the, even biblically in Jewish custom, they go seek the elders and they go seek the up. Uh, so, why can't we go seek somebody to get help us out too? Right. And if you're gonna seek somebody, don't let it be your cousin them. Okay, they're not they're in the same situation you is. All right, seek wise counsel, somebody that's professionally trained. Okay, it's just good to have friends you can lean on, you can talk to, but you sometimes you need professional help. Okay, because. These people have went to school. They have learned the cognitive situations, all this other stuff. Put it like this. Would you want some bum off the street to do heart surgery on you? Nah. Precisely. So you need to get somebody that's trained and know what they're doing to fix your mind. Right. I ain't come to that's preach tonight, it. though. I promise. You. <laughs> 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 preach tonight, can't <laughs> And I'm enjoying the word. <laughs> I know that's right. I know that's right. Uh, let's see, let's see. Oh, Nikki said, "Kev, tell her to mind your business." He, he'll let me know. He'll let me know if I'm too far. Tierra and Jenny both uh, said they also get therapy. Uh, Deezer said, "No, no therapy. I'm more of everybody therapist. I'm pretty good mentally. I mean, we all think we. I mean, I ain't saying you not. Let me be clear, but we all need somebody. Crazy, strong or not, <laughs> strong or not. For everybody. Then who do you take your problems to? Well, everybody needs somebody to talk to." I'm a therapist and I have a therapist. I talked to her looking at my big calendar Sunday. Can't wait to tell mm. her about how everybody done got on my damn nerves. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> right? Like we think that therapy and I'm I'm not going to go off on one of my mental health tangents, but we we always think that therapy has to be about, you know, getting into some trauma or something like that and it can literally be just processing and unpacking. I enjoy sitting, telling my therapist every two weeks about how these kids that I I get, I want everybody out my house. This dog that got on my nerves. Just that's that's a therapy session. And if you're the therapist for everybody else, and you're the strong (coughs) this and you're that for everybody, who is that person for? For you, for you, right? And I can tell you for just personal experience, there's nothing like talking to someone who literally has no investment in your life. I ain't got no dog in that fight. That's one of my, I've always chastised. Oh my God. Been a saying of mine for way before I was even a therapist. I ain't got no dog in that fight. That ain't. It's nothing like it. I talk to my pastor and my bishop and stuff as well, but. I, I mean, and it ain't even that because they bad people that I wouldn't tell them certain things because they would not, they would love me regardless. And a lot of people don't have that, but it's something about my peace of mind to be able to tell somebody all to be fully naked in front of somebody. And I ain't talking about clothes, be fully naked, showing all of my problems, showing all of my worries, showing all of my issues, <laughs> what I have to work. Cause I'm going to be that person who go the next Sunday after I done talk to the pastor and be like, Oh Lord, he gonna remember what I told him. You know what I'm saying? And then I'm going to be holding my, you know, it, it ain't nothing like having an outside entity that you can literally That's play. not your home girl. That's right. not, not your family. Because right. listen, yeah. my friends be agreeing with me sometimes and I know I'd be 100% wrong. <laughs> like, <laughs> let me be clear. I'd be telling her she wrong. I'm going to let me, let's be clear. <laughs> I know I'd be 100% wrong, and they be like, I don't see nothing wrong with it. I'd be like, me either. But then <laughs> I'll sit back later and be thinking, I'm like, you know what? I was wrong. I need to stop. <laughs> I, I had no business breaking in that man's house and asking him why he wasn't answering the phone. Wow. 
<laughs> the statute of limitations might not be up. I want you to get locked up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> It's fine. It's fine. Me, we, he, and I had a discussion a couple of weeks ago. He's fine with it. All right. Oh, so, uh... Okay. Let me let me let me let me put let me plug in for the preachers right quick too. Okay. Go ahead. Because, um, number one, we don't remember what y'all be talking about. I'm a promise. <laughs> we don't. <laughs> don't do that. Don't we don't do remember that. what y'all be talking about. Number one and number two. Um. Yeah. Preacher, seeing seeing your 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 pastor, your preacher, your spiritual friend, because everybody here might not be Christian, let me, because I don't discriminate. So, seeing your spiritual friend, that's cool, but still, see a therapist, because at the end of the day, unless your pastor is a therapist, or your friend is a therapist, you still need to see, because there's only so much you're going to get from them, because right. they're limited in their views, you know what I'm saying, right. they're narrow in their views, because they're only going to see as God, as far as as far as God allows them to see in the situation. And a lot of times God limits this stuff like that. So he limits stuff like that. So you're able to still continue the relationship with them because if they see as much as your therapist saw, then they would, they would cast stones. You know what I'm saying? So you, do you have, that's why God limits vision a lot of times for you on people because truth of the matter is none of their business. Even if you're coming to them, it's none of their business what you like the backstory and the underlying things that's going on. And that's for a professional to diagnose. And the best thing they can do is say, Look, I can't help you. I can pray for you. Or look, I got a friend named Mary. She's a therapist. And I let me introduce you to her. She is excellent with this type of stuff. And you know, because there again, that's you being a good shepherd and a good steward of your people. You're able to direct them into the, the path where they need. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, you don't, uh, especially as a preacher, you don't want to put no more on your plate than you already have. Okay. And, you know, you 50, 11 things, visiting the sick, doing all this other stuff. So counseling people, if that's not your forte, and that's not your, if that's not your gift, if you've not been properly trained and went to school for it, then don't do it. It's like, right. I'm a peer counselor. Right. I like, you had to take classes upon classes upon classes to be a kid to be. So I got my counselor certification. I can counsel people. But guess what I do is say, look, man, you need to go see a therapist. That's the first okay. thing I tell them. Look, okay. look, we can talk about it. We can cry about it. Whatever you want to do. We can fall out. We can pray in the Holy Ghost. Whatever you want to do. But still, when you wake up, I'm going to give you a tissue and tell you to go see a therapist. Though. So, you know, I'm just saying like... If your friend or your pastor is your friend or your pastor, they cannot be your therapist. It literally goes against the code of ethics to have a dual relationship, right. which is why, you know, you can seek out, you know, Christian-based or whatever faith-based therapy is, you know, psychology today is here to help you narrow down exactly what it is that you're looking for. But your... If your preacher is your preacher, they can't be your therapist as well. If your homegirl is your homegirl, your homegirl cannot be your therapist. It's dual relationships, and that is there for a reason. Sometimes I hate it because a lot of my friends need, Lord knows y'all need me, but. Why you coming for chastity like that? No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> it's always good to seek that outside opinion because much like Kev said, you know, or even Sunshine was saying that if this person had, if they're your preacher or your homegirl, then they do have a dog in that fight, right? We would like to think that 
your preacher is going to be unbiased. But at the end of the day, your preacher does have a dog in that fight when it comes to your relationships or, you know, whatever issues it is that you have going on. And who's to say that sometimes you might you might have some issues that's going on within the church and you're not comfortable talking to the preacher about that. That's facts on facts right there. Amen. Amen. One of the things I wanted to touch on why Christians don't. (laughs) (laughs) One of the things I wanted to touch on why Christians don't seek mental health treatment is the stigma behind Mm -hmm. it. And I'm not talking about the regular stigma. I want to get y'all viewpoint of this. Mental illness is not equivalent to sin. Mm -hmm. Give me more. Meaning. We church, they pretty much the research says churches tend to treat mental illness by assuming that there is some deeper spiritual struggle causing your mental emotional strain. So, because you out there doing something you ain't got no business or living a life because you don't have none, or you doing something that's against your faith, or you're not praying enough, you're not fast enough, blase blase. This is why you're dealing with your mental illness. Uh, They say a lot of, I don't know, because I ain't, you know, but that's why they say a lot of churches are against Mm -hmm. mental illness, because they saying, if you got mental illness, because you ain't doing something right. How y'all feel about that? Ooh, look at Kale. He look like he ready. Go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. You're exactly right. Um, It's funny to me, because the Bible says, study, show yourself approved. Okay. And he said, my people perish for the lack of knowledge. That means what you don't know can kill you. <laughs> and a lot of times, church folks, as they attach, they feel like they'll say whatever it is and they put spirit behind it. And that means it's real. <laughs> when you got that drinking spirit, there ain't no such thing. <laughs> you got that lying spirit. Okay. You know what I'm saying? You know, okay. Look. Just because you put spirit behind it don't mean it's necessarily a real thing. Okay, you have to be... Yes, there are demonic presences. Yes, deliverance is real. Yes, it has to happen. Yes, it has to occur. But deliverance is an everyday process. Okay, and, and deliverance is decision. Every day you have to decide that you don't want to be who you were before. And it's not always this grandiose, you know, laying of hands, tongues, and people demons coming out and throwing up and rolling around the ground sometimes deliverance is just saying no not today that's deliverance all in itself doing something less than what you used to do is deliverance but a lot of people don't want to deal with it on that level so then so then they attach a mental health is a stigma saying you got demonic presences in your mind when that not may necessarily be the case. You have torment in your mind. So when Jesus went to the man that was in the cemetery, he said, why did the, the man didn't scream out? The demon screamed out, recognizing, why do you come to torment us? So the torment in your mind is not necessarily demonic presence. The, the, the demons sometimes will scream out for themselves. So, okay, so let me make, let me bring it home. So here, you have some here in your life. Sometimes you have situations that you can't figure out what's going on and mess with your cognitive, and then your cognitive begins to affect everything else that's going on around you. Maybe just maybe you're cluttered, you're clouded, so you need to get some of that stuff off of you. Because if you're willing to carry all of it, why? Why would you carry all that stuff? And then knowing because your mental affects everything else around you, so you can't. So you start 
you you start losing your appetite. You start losing you know your ability to function on your job. You start losing all this stuff. So why would you want to take care of your mental first? It's not a spirit. It, yeah, it is a spirit. It's stubbornness, and that's what they want to do. Because the Bible says when you hear his voice, harden not your heart. So when you harden your heart, that means you have unbelief. So you telling God, mm-mm, you a lie. I don't, you don't, I don't need to go see a therapist. Are you oh, so you that bold? Mm. Are you that bold? Okay. <laughs> Mary's face is killing me. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Everything he said is factual, but yeah, yeah, we definitely, I don't know. I, I actually like one of the comments somebody said. They said, um, uh, hold up, where's it at? Oh my God, I just seen it. And pretty much, they said, pretty much, we give the devil too much credit. I said, Jing, Jing, Jing. There it is, yeah, yeah. She said, I feel like we give the devil too much credit. And I totally agree with that. We definitely, definitely, definitely put everything that's bad in life, period, on the devil. Sometimes that's just you and your ashes. Sometimes, Sometimes that's just like be like ability. Right. Yeah. Facts. I the devil can't do nothing unless God allow it. <laughs> Oh, well. that, 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 that's a whole oh, other conversation that don't nobody yeah. want to deal with that. <laughs> nah, <laughs> not tonight. <laughs> We're going to deal with that later. But it's funny that you brought up mental health because one of somebody that I know named uh, uh, his name is Gene. He's a music artist, but he's a therapist as well. He's from North Carolina. And uh, he did a conference not that long ago, and this is what uh, you think, right? That is mental health. And so a lot of times we demonize because we don't understand it. The Bible says, above all things, I want you to prosper and be what? Yeah. Not just your physical health. That's your emotional health. That's your what? Mental health, right? Absolutely. I want you to prosper even as your soul what? Soul is the seat of your emotions. There's a space in you that needs to prosper past your physical. God wants you whole and healthy, and he has given us the ability to help you. Also, we have to reframe what deliverance looks like in the church. Yes, yes. I Absolutely. grew up what deliverance was. You come, my mama, so oh, spit it up, right. spit it up in the bucket, huh? Right. And people would get up and still do the same thing. What if I told you deliverance could be a decision? What if I told you deliverance Absolutely. could also be through seeing somebody like us? That's right. God has given us different avenues for deliverance. You have to reframe what deliverance looks like. Sometimes it's not you speaking in tongues and, and purging on the altar. Sometimes it's you making a decision to see her, me, and her on That's a weekly right. basis. Yes. And it changes your thinking about things. Amen? Absolutely. Mm, what y'all think about that? I told y'all I was right. He summed <laughs> <laughs> it on up for you. Amen. Shout out to Gene, too. Go buy his album, man. Yeah, Gene Hoskins, he's amazing. Go buy his album. Like I said, he's from North Carolina. We used to run in the streets together when I used to sing in Greensboro. He's amazing. But he's also a therapist. So, you know, go see him. See him. See him. See him. Black men and women out here. All right. Whoever you comfortable with. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter where you go. Just go. Mm -hmm. just, just go please please, please. To, but choose somebody to talk to please 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 yeah. all right Chaz did you have anything I'm sorry we've just been talking no go ahead okay okay so one of the points they said was the negative expectation surrounding therapy so people can know that they have a mental illness and they need help but see counselors as secular and unholy they only talk to the leaders of the church but also on the flip side, some of them talk to only the leaders of the church and our church hurt and now they don't trust nobody. How y'all feel about that? 
<laughs> it's a mouthful, but how y'all feel about it? <laughs> go ahead, Mary. We let Kel go first while I go. Go ahead, Mary. For me, yeah. <laughs> I don't really get too many people. So there's, uh, like I said, you know, with the screening process and things like that, people always, you know, are able to weed out what kind of therapist it is that they're looking for as far as being secular and that kind of stuff, right? Like you can pretty much weed out the type of help that you want. I know that I'm not a therapist for everybody, right? I, I talk about that all the time, that my brand of therapy is not everybody's brand of therapy, and that's okay. So I guess it's just, you know, about finding what you want. I don't really, I don't, I've never had anybody tell me that they can't talk to me though, because I'm not a Christian, right? Like I've never ran into that. Even when I have, had sessions with people that are very much into the church and preachers sometimes maybe even because yes I'm very relatable I never had anybody be like well I can't talk to you because you don't go to church I've never ran into that so maybe that's just my experience but when you look at me you kind of already know what you're getting I feel like so that's just my opinion Mm -hmm. how about you Chaz how you feel about it you've been quiet the last 30 minutes I'm just listening. I'm listening. I'm putting everything in. <laughs> um, but uh, it was one part that you said about that they think that um, counselors and mental health specialists are secular and all that kind of stuff. And a lot of the times the people in the church are probably worse than what they assume somebody else is. That's right. just mine. That's fact. That's fact. What about you, Kim? Uh, so is your pharmacist, but you still pick that medication up. Well, <laughs> he, got a whole <laughs> he got a whole turban in the doctor middle of his head, but you trust Schumar to give you that blood pressure pill every time. Woo! Kevin is preaching. Hey, he's preaching. Quit playing with God, man. Quit playing with God, bro. <laughs> we 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 as people definitely do be playing with God, and, and I I'm so sick of the picking and choosing of what we want to have. That's a, a rule, and what we don't want to have. Like I'm so right. I am somebody who in the church, and I'm over it. Like I'm so over y'all picking and choosing how y'all think people should live, or what sins is bigger than other sins. The Bible say ain't no sin bigger than other, but that people in the world show do treat it as such. So it's all right that you, as Chassis say, sleeping with the deacon on the side on every Saturday at 10 a.m. But then you're going to judge me because I'm at the club on Saturday before I come to the church on Sunday. What's the difference? Matter of fact, you'll see it might be. I'm just clubbing. I'm just, I'm just saying, clubbing like, and drinking. I'm just so sick of people picking and choosing <laughs> what's right and what's wrong. Jesus yeah. was at a party. So you can go to a party and you can have fun. But you sleeping with somebody's wife, you going to hell. Amen. Well, I'm not going to say that. Amen. I'm not going to say all that. I'm just sitting over here minding my business. <laughs> you about to send me to hell, Kevin. You have a really good comment over here. Um, Stella. Hmm. The very last. Okay. She did. Tia said, I have had the opposite happen. I had a Christian therapist who wasn't comfortable talking about other stuff I needed help with. Why are you a therapist, sis? I want to know why she was a therapist. 
Not Kevin over here intrigued. Like, let me find out. I done found my toxic queen. I'm doing it. <laughs> um, so, I had an excellent um, clinical supervisor when I was doing my, I just call it an internship or uh, whatever you want to call it. A residency is how I describe it when you work under somebody's clinical license after you graduate, mm-hmm. right? And her job is to, you know, basically advise us as therapists, you know, give us guidance, that type of stuff. And so we were having a conversation one day about biases as therapists. And a lot of people feel like as therapists, you're not supposed to have a bias. I feel like, and this is something that she opened my eyes to, that's completely inaccurate. And this is why. It's okay for you to feel like that you can't work with a certain demographic, population, mental illness, or whatever, because if you're not comfortable working with that that group, then you're not going to give that that group your best. You know what I'm saying? I mm-hmm. had it on Facebook. I wish I had wrote it down. It's over there. Don't half-ass two things. Whole-ass one thing. Mm, right, mm-hmm. don't have as a job, and so if that person wasn't yeah, comfortable, you know what? What he's what he saying? <laughs> he said, "Now you preaching." <laughs> <laughs> so if this person wasn't comfortable talking to you about the other things, which I would love to know what the other things are, because girl, what? Right. Um, it's okay for you to find a therapist that might not. It, it could be Christian or maybe not that is comfortable talking to you about what it is that you need. I don't want anybody to ever feel like that one, and this is something that Kev touched on, that one therapy is a fix all, right? The first session, you're going to walk away feeling like whatever it is, is Mm -hmm. fixed. Because sometimes therapy is, like I said before, it's not about fixing anything. Sometimes it's just about talking. So yeah, girl, if that person wasn't the person for you, find another one. And that's why it's great for people to offer 10, 15 minute consultations before you dive in with spending your money with this person that might not be a good fit for you. Mm. That's okay to therapy hot, to to hot therapist. Like every every friend ain't going to be a good friend. Every relationship ain't a good relationship. And you got to keep hopping and finding your person. And you right. will eventually find a person. I, I inter- it's an interview, right? I'm working for somebody. You don't necessarily have to hire the first person that comes into that interview. Like I said, that's why those 10, 15 minute consultations are very beneficial to see if this person is going to be a good fit and be able to suss out and help you with whatever the situation is that you want to talk about without biases or without, you know, judgment or anything like that. So it's perfectly okay for therapists to be like, I'm not comfortable working with that demographic or that issue because I'm not knowledgeable about it and I'm not going to give you my best. Right. Right. Do you feel like people can have bias but still still give therapy sessions without inputting those biases? I feel like they're supposed to. Mm. <laughs> I, when it comes to therapy and therapists, I can't speak for anybody else when it comes to that because we all do things very, very, very differently, right? Right. So I don't want to say, oh, yeah, they have to. They should. That's what we're taught to do, right? We're taught to mm-hmm. not. We just talked about we're taught to 
not have a biases, but in the back of our mind, we somebody you do have a bias right. when it comes to something. And right. I'm not gonna half ass anything when it comes to my job because I really do love being a therapist. So I'm not gonna half ass, you know, anything. I'm a whole ass it and and be done with it. If if in that 10 or 15 minutes, you know, I see that I'm not, you know, we don't have that rapport where we can have a conversation. You know what? I I have another, I have a colleague that might be a better fit for you. And keep it moving like that. It ain't gotta be right. it ain't gotta be girl, you just too much for me. Right. That's facts, that's facts. I want to go back a couple of comments. Um, Jesus said, the Bible said not to put your faith in man because they'll fail you every time. I seen a minister talking about committing suicide on Facebook and I knew it was real. Uh-oh. That's 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 you tough. That's tough. That? that's tough. That's tough. <laughs> Jenny said, color purple quote. <laughs> See, daddy sent us house sold too. <laughs> Souls too. That's funny. But <laughs> They do this. She said you have to find a provider that fits your needs. That's mm-hmm. fast. It's not no one size fits all of nothing in life. Oh. That's that's therapists, that's provider, doctors, mm-hmm. that's pharmacists, that's anybody. But a lot of times we end up getting people and we just stay with them because we was on the appointment book. Mm-hmm. And then we be mad at them. Like, no, we got to start being able to advocate for ourselves as people and really getting who we need in our life. Amen. I, right. I literally push members, you know, that I work with on a daily basis at my job. Like, it's okay to be like, I don't understand what you're saying. I need you to slow down. You need to c- slow down and communicate on my level, and then come to the decision of whether that person is right for you or not. It's that's okay. Everybody ain't meant for everybody. Not if at all. That's the case. If that's the case, everybody will be married. See, there you go. Now I got married. You you everybody. I need a therapy. <laughs> I'm, but I'm just saying, like, people try to, people treat one area of life like marriage mm-hmm. as something like, oh, no, we have to be careful with. But then when it comes to choosing a doctor, I'm just going to stick with this one because that's what I got. No. Right. Decisions yeah. is decisions. Mm-hmm. You have to figure out what's best for you, point blank, period. And it's okay to verbalize this person is not okay. This person doesn't work for me. This person talk to me like I'm stupid. Or this person don't listen to me when I say my hip been hurting for four weeks. Or this person ain't listening. Or this uh preacher ain't listening to me when I'm saying I'm having suicidal thoughts. He telling me to just pray about it. No. Advocate for yourself and seek what you need to seek in the moment. Amen. Exactly. And there are different therapists for like different walks of life. I do want to point that out for everybody. So like if you have like sex issues, there are sexual therapists. If you have family issues, there is family therapists. If you have marriage issues, there is marriage therapists. Like find a therapist that's going to work for you. All therapists are not going to necessarily be able to fix whatever you got going on and also realize what the hell you got going on. And you might use one therapist for one moment and you're like, okay, this therapist is doing good. And then you don't reach another level Mm -hmm. because you don't overcame some things or or um, buried some things that you didn't even know was there. And maybe no, this therapist no longer works for you. So you need to go to somebody else to continue to work on yourself. Mm-hmm. That's right. real. And if you choosing a therapist based upon they telling you what you need to hear or what you excuse me, what you want to hear, That's you're doing good. it wrong. Therapist, yeah. I got two. I want to hear everything that I do is right. Mm. And you ain't That's what your home girls are for. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I want my therapist, I want my therapist to be like, you know what? You was not wrong. 
he was wrong. And I'd be like, you know you're what? Gonna, you're right. You're going to be paying them for no reason. You get that free. You're down the street. <laughs> what Chastity was saying um, they tell us in therapy to niche down right Where you find your niche and, and that's your scope and but here's the thing with that so the therapist my therapist she works at a sexual wellness center or something like that I didn't seek her out for that purpose she was referred to me by a colleague of ours as a therapist that works with therapists as well. So don't get stuck in this is just what mm -hmm. this person is saying that they're doing either. Because if you build a rapport with somebody like um, Brittany who's on here and Jenny, when um, I was seeking out a therapist, I interviewed like three people before I got to my therapist. And mm -hmm. I was kind of skeptical like, I ain't having no sexual wellness problems. But I clicked with her. And at this point, I've been with her for almost two years. And wow. she's dope. And she knows my business. And she listens. And I meet with her sitting in my bed in my pajamas, drinking mimosas on Sunday. And it works for us. So don't get stuck in a person's title as far as, you know, their okay. niche in this one thing. Because they... It, it's all about the rapport for real, for real. Right. I, I have all types of certifications and just because I have them doesn't mean that the problem that you specifically have, I'm going to be able to help you with it. If you're not able to build a rapport with me, all of them right. certifications don't mean shit. Don't mean right. anything. That's, That's true. That's I'm sure That's therapists bad. are like everybody else. They work well, pay the bills now. They work well. She worked well, pay the bill, so she might work at the sex therapy because they got they paying the most bread. You know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> hey, look, don't hey, get your money, man. Don't get twisted now, like just because she worked there. Mm -hmm. I mean, but you know, but see, and that's the problem. See, had you just blocked out, well, I can't work record. That's what she do. But right. you took the time out. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not telling people, you know, because you know, so if you think therapy won't work for you, try it. Take okay. the time out to to go to have that conversation. Interview at one, have that consultation, and I probably like you know, and and you, and you said a mouthful when you said that because they they're not out here to get your money, regardless of what you think. And I, I, they're not out here just to take your money. They're not out here just trying to rob you blind. They're not going to tell you some wild idea to do, but therapists generally want to help you. Okay, so and. Uh, and 99% of them are not going to deal with you if they can't help you because they ain't got time for that. Right. Well, ain't nobody got time. Get somebody that. else to do it. Actually, play your pass it for care. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to be here no way tomorrow. Can you add a little piece of that to the aid? No. I have two therapists. Because I'm a firefighter, EMT in this world, and it's crazy. Oh so man! I have to, I have to. So I have a therapist strictly for professional stuff, strictly for the professional trauma. Because man, I'm gonna tell you, COVID did a number on me, bro. Like I, I zipped up entirely too many body bags, and mm -hmm. seen entirely too many people die for no. Feel like I felt like it was no reason at all. But and I also have a therapist for my life stuff because I am a preacher. And I have to deal with all y'all crazy church folks. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So I have to, and so life traumas and my professional traumas, they're they are kind of the same, but they're, they're but they're two different paths. So I had to get people that understood. So my professional therapist understands more of the career side of the stuff. Okay, so and then you know, and then my personal therapist understands the other side of stuff. So 
it's okay to have more than one. It doesn't make you any more, but you know, but you, cause you need people that can connect with you in that place and help you come through, come out a lot of that stuff. Because when you deal, when you deal with issues uh, on a day-to-day basis, you can't be afraid. So would you ride around on a flat tire? No, you can get it changed. You can fix. You know, it's, it's the same instance. You know what I'm saying? So why would you keep riding around with a flat mind? Change it. Change it. Yes, God. My, t- my tire got me to where I needed to go to. I am done, but your rim was jacked up by the time you got there. Let's be clear. Your rim was wobbly. Because, because, because we will squabble, but they don't fall down. Yeah, no? I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm playing. I agree, Kev. When, when you ride on a flat tire, not only do you mess up your rim, but you create more problems. And it's so if you get in the tire fix, you will save less money in the long run because now you're riding on a rim, you done bent your rotors up, tore your brake caliber out, broke the shock off. Then you see how it's a, a snowball effect? So if you get the smallest thing fixed first. Mm. You fix the small things. He you said the things. You know, if you if you get an oil change, you don't have to worry about your motor locking up. Mm. You ain't got to worry about it. Go see a therapist, man. Come on, that's the just got the change. You got to relax, relate, and release. Relax, relate, release. Now we need a choir selection after this. Mm. <laughs> Jesus, Raylan, <laughs> tell them what you want. You better know it. <laughs> That's the only line you got. Okay. At this moment. All right. <laughs> <laughs> That's for real, though. For real, though. And I'm glad you said it because the number one thing was on the list is that we perceive it. And it's not even just Christian-based, in my opinion. But we receive it as we don't need mental health or we don't need therapy surrounding mental health. Yeah. And we always wait till we in crisis mode to seek it. And then you be won't. I don't even think and that, that happens. I, I I mean, I ain't even on the mental health side. I'm just on the side of social determinants of health because that's what I work in, and people having to find housing. They literally wait till they on their last two days to be like, I need somewhere to live next on Monday. I'm like, but you knew you need somewhere to live six weeks ago. Eight weeks ago. <laughs> Ten weeks ago. We do the same thing with mental health. We know that they we're was, waking up. They sad. were praying uh, like the pastor told them to do. <laughs> and now we're here at our last days uh, and we're trying to figure something out. Now we done lost religion. We done lost religion <laughs> because we done sat out here and prayed and people think that you're just supposed to pray and faith without works is dead. People don't want to do the work. They just want to pray. And that's the problem. A lot of people, they just wow. want to pray, pray. I'm going to pray this issue away. I'm going to pray this away. I'm going to do this. I'm going to pray this the way and all this kind of stuff. But ain't nobody doing the work. Mm. Do the work. You can't mm. just sit down and just keep asking God for help. But if you ain't helping yourself, how is he going to help you? Woo! You should have been there and asked that lady for housing help. Come on, lady Chaz. This lady with the microphone with you, Chaz. But a lot of the times, uh, this is something that I see uh, a lot of the times is one of the things me and my aunt, we had a whole disagreement, argument, discussion between uh, one of my cousins. She was going through some things that she was saying that she was depressed. And I was telling her, you know, you should probably talk to a therapist that could probably figure out why you're depressed because she didn't know why she was depressed. Right. 
And um, I was like, you probably th talk to a therapist because it's probably something that's just something that, you know, put to the back of your mind that you don't realize is stressing you out. But it is. So talk to somebody so you can figure it out. Mm -hmm. My aunt going to say, well, maybe you should just pray about it. I don't think you need to go to a therapist. And I said, you are doing a disservice to people right. and your family by telling them to not seek therapy. You're telling her to pray about it. She's going to keep praying about it until she kills herself and commits suicide. And then you're going to say, oh, I wish she had to seek help. She had to but she was praying about it. She was praying about it. She was doing everything that the Christian folks keep telling people to do. Pray about it. Pray about it. God's going to heal it. But if you ain't doing the work, God ain't going to heal anything. When I have yeah. asthma, I can pray about it, but I need my inhaler. The albuterol is what's getting me through it. Yeah. It ain't just the prayer. It's the albuterol. That's the word. woman with the issue of blood in the Bible. What did Jesus tell her? It was not Wait, the, say that again. The, the woman with the issue of blood in the Bible says she had she suffered for 12 long years. And mm -hmm. some tell us to translate that to 18 years if you look at the Jewish calendar and it's flipped around. So if you look at it, she, Jesus, when she Jesus said, Somebody touched me. And then he said, she said it was I. And he said, Okay, look. He said, mm, Thy faith made you whole. <laughs> they missed it. It won't even the touch. Okay, it was her faith. So if you so if you can't have faith in something, it's not gonna fix you. So you have to first, yeah, true enough, first pray because then God is gonna lead you to the proper person to help you out. But if you but then if, but if you go into therapy thinking, man, I, I don't know why I'm in this mess, God gonna work it. I don't know why I'm in this mess, God gonna work it out. You gotta flip your thinking. Because a miracle cannot happen without work. Just like Chad said, faith without works is there, true enough. So yeah. every miracle requires work. Read the Bible. It said Jesus worked a miracle. So that means there has to be some labor involved. In right. If you want currency, you have to put labor in. So right. if you want to be paid, if you want to be fixed, you have to, you have to participate in your miracle. And I tell people that all the time, there's a level of participation that you have for, you know, for the manifestation. And that's the only way it's going to happen. So as far as you participate and as far as you expect is as far as you're going to go. So mm -hmm. you, you have to put the same faith. Now this is going to, now these church folks are going to throw me out if I say this. You, yeah, have to, say it. you have to put your faith in the therapist, just like you put your faith in God. I mean, it's the same thing. You putting your faith in that preacher, that pastor, that bishop. But you have to put it, but the faith is in the God in the therapist, not necessarily it, but the faith is in the work. It's not it, because faith without works is that, now look, faith without works. So you're not putting your faith in a person, you're putting your faith in the work. So put your faith right. in the work so it won't die. God, though, look. I'm trying not to go there, but you, but you're not because, and that's why people get misconstrued because they see they, they see it as they're putting their faith in somebody, but you're not putting your faith in you putting your faith in their work because mm. faith without work. So, and that's their craft. That's what they work. That's what they do. So you, so if you put you're not putting your faith in a preacher, you putting your faith in his work. You putting your mm. faith in the work that he's put in behind this message and this revelation that he's coming. So you're not putting your faith necessarily in a person. Let me let me sit now. This is deliverance. I'm about to set some people free tonight. You're not putting your faith in a person when you go to therapy. You mm -hmm. are putting your faith in the work of therapy. Okay, you're putting your faith in the in the years and years and years of 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 scientific study and the years and years and years of, of, of research and the years and years and years of this 
working out for people. Okay, that's what you're putting your faith in. You're not putting your faith in Dr. Nobody. Okay, you're not putting your faith in Mary. You're putting your faith in the work. God, and you also put that faith in the work that you're doing because I am quick to tell any of I I in my you know 10 15 minute introductory session I'm quick to tell a person if you're willing to put the work in I'm willing to put the work in it's not right. just about me fixing you I'm not here to fix you I'm right. here to help you work on whatever it is that you want to work on and if you're willing to work I'm going to work too. I'm going to do my job. Like we both have a job to do. And that ties in perfectly with what Kev just said about mm -hmm. putting in, you know, work and having faith in that work. You're not putting your faith into me. No, nope. You're not putting your faith into any of this. You're putting the faith into that. You're going to do the work that is required to help you fix whatever it is that you want to, you know, that yes. you're to me talking about fixing. And I, I really wish that not just even in church, but just in the, I feel like it's in general, double. I feel like it's double in mm -hmm. our community as far as being black and Christian, mm -hmm. because we, it's so just ingrained in us, right? That we're not supposed to get any kind of help. We're not supposed to talk about anything. It's just supposed, we're just supposed to hold this shit in until we suffocate. And we die literally, right? Right, right? Literally. people mm -hmm. are committing suicide, people right. are you know holding in all of this stress and tension and trauma, and now you got high blood pressure, now you overeating, you stress eating. It's so many different things that come along with it, and we're not supposed to talk about it because let's just pray. What happened about in the house, stayed the house. Yeah, that <laughs> let's just hold hands and pray and let's kumbaya and let's see mm -hmm. what happens and where has that gotten us thus far? Standing mm -hmm. over caskets, crying, mm. talking about what we wish mm. you know could have been fixed, and and it's it's sad. <laughs> and this is a conversation, you know. I have somebody that's very, very dear to me that, you know, like I said, we all raised in the church and she was just on um, social media. So it's not a secret the other day talking about, you know, she just found out that she has um, depression, like manic, like she is, it's been bad. And it's just been this whole thing about, you know, church and why didn't you pray about it? You think she didn't? You think that up in the church all her life, you think that prayer wasn't the first thing that she went to? You think that it wasn't a struggle for her to pick herself up and, and go find a therapist to talk Thanks. to? But sometimes it gets to the point where with this prayer, we need some extra help. I, you, I promise you that you can get down on your knees and you can pray and you can get up off your knees and you can come and you can get in front of your laptop or you can get in your car and go to somebody's office and you can have a conversation so that mm -hmm. we can help with whatever it is that you got going on. You can do two things at once. Nothing is monolithic. And I hate okay. that thought process that it either has to be this or that. It has to be church or therapy. It has to be secular or not. Why can't people do two things? Why can't two yeah. things? Why can't people just do what they need to do for themselves? Period. 
let's remove everything that we feel like we're supposed to do, every way we're supposed to feel like we're supposed to live, every preacher that's telling us just to pray about. Like, I literally just had this conversation with somebody yesterday. Like, we have to stop living life based on what we think we're supposed to live because what we see everybody else doing. We literally have, if you're saying, if it's with the Lord, with Buddha, whoever it is, you literally have to build that relationship with whoever it is that you want to build with and literally come to your own conclusion what you need out of life. No matter what mama say, daddy say, sister say, brother say, friends say, society say, Instagram. We got to stop living life based on what other people think. Because as long as we do that, we're going to be, we're going to be staying in the therapist's couch every other day like let's be real like you literally which is fine i mean which is fine i'm not saying i'm wrong with it but my mary need her coins <laughs> but my point is is like a lot of this stuff that we are dealing with is because we all and i'm, I'm that's me included we always worried about what somebody else thinks what somebody else gonna say what somebody else gonna feel about it, how somebody else is living even if you sit here saying i don't do that we all do it Mm-hmm. Let's let's be clear. We all do it. <laughs> when can we get to the point where we're gonna be like, I'm gonna be me and I'm gonna be be me alone? It takes a lot to get to that point, and sometimes it takes Damn some therapy. <laughs> it takes a lot of it takes therapy um to get to the point of being okay with being who you are, right? Because who are you? That's a great, I, I I find myself asking people that a lot when people are like, well, I want this and I want that. Who, well, who are you? I, and not, I don't want you to tell me what people, well, people have said that I am, did a, no, 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 no. Who are you? I find a lot of people come and tell me, you know, I want to be happy. Well, what does what happiness happy? look like for you? Not right. what happiness look like on Facebook. Not right. what does happiness look like for your homegirl. Right. Not what does happiness look like for anybody but you. What makes right. you happy? And do you know how many people can't tell you what makes them yeah. happy? Nope. You know how many people can't tell you who they are outside of what somebody else thinks about them? Mm. It's amazing mm. to me. <clears throat> I, and uh so just kind of answering the question of how do people, what, what was it that you asked? It was something about how do people um, be comfortable. get to a level, be comfortable in them. So it's a, it, for me, I do care what other people think about me, but then I also don't care. So I'm, I'm here and here. I'm, I'm here for both. Um, it took a whole lot of unlearning. And also realizing that a lot of the people that was teaching me things and teaching me my habits or teaching me my goals and aspirations, they didn't even have the goals and aspirations. They wasn't doing the work. They wasn't living life the way that they was telling me that I'm supposed to live. So why am I sitting here trying to be the perfect person for people that ain't even the people, the perfect people? Show so me I had to unlearn everything. I'm sorry. Show me a perfect person and I'll show you a liar. Thanks. Every time. Every Thanks. single time. Every single time. Facts, facts, facts. All right, hold on. Let's go to the comments. Uh, God give... Hold on. Tia, I want to know what the other stuff is. We're going to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> Nikki said, God give us common sense. We have to use it. That's fact. That's a whole word on itself right there, honestly. 
It's a whole word. People need to take notion of that. Uh, Wednesday is Bible study now. Y'all know what y'all was doing on tonight. Hush your, hush your mouth. Some, Tuesday is Bible study at my church, okay? Uh, he said, Nikki, Emmons, hey, if we go on, um, oh, he, they talking about being the cold, the cold, whatever. So she agrees to everything tonight. That's a new. I agree with what's right. Don't do me. <laughs> she don't talk. agree with what's right all the time, Deezy. Don't let her <laughs> fool you. I agree <laughs> with what's right. I, I need to be. I need to meet Deezy in person, literally. But that's what we're going to another day. Um, let's see, let's see, let's see. Uh, not. Set them free tonight, Q. Nikki, I can't promise. It's just yet. Yeah, I'm sorry. Okay, Jenny says, speaking from my personal experience, I'm coming back to you, Tierra, but she said, I grew up in the church and was taught everything was a sin and devilish. With that being said, that narrative was pushed to pray about anything I was struggling with. Well, for years, I struggled with that, with what I prayed about and began to lose my faith as a result of my prayers not being answered, which looked like that struggle never ending until I made a decision to live my truth. This is how people end up falling back from attending church and beliefs. Ooh, beliefs. Ooh, Ooh that's good. Have it real short, but go ahead. Okay. So a lot of times yes, that your present it's not that your prayers not being answered, they're not answering it what you want. You have to forgive it. You, you have to remember that you asked God for something and then he gave you an answer. You didn't like it. So you said well, he didn't answer my prayer. Mm -mm. That's not the case. But let me let I, me add I, something to that. I want to oh. add something to that. She probably was praying on the fact that what she thought she had to pray because of the people that she was looking upon to get what she needed out of life. Mm -hmm. So it's not that God wasn't answering her prayers. It was because she was letting people, whoever was in her life, lean on her to pray for certain things that wasn't actually what she was supposed to be praying for. Is mm -hmm. what I'm taking then, from it, Jenny. And then also, now, let me be, a let me be correct me if I'm wrong. Right, I agree, Sunshine. And then a lot of the times the church they just say pray, pray, pray. It's gonna happen. Pray, 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 pray. But they also not telling people to do the work. They just say pray, pray, pray. Okay. I, th I think a lot of church. I think a lot of church assume that people are gonna do things that they're not gonna do. So, but you can assume that somebody's but gonna you, pray. But, but you're gonna you tell them to pray. But it takes more than prayer. You can't just tell somebody to pray. And I know. Like, so you ain't telling people to work either. So, you, so the difference between you, the per <laughs> they 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 read it. The difference between telling somebody to pray and the difference between telling somebody to pray and giving them tools they need, which is what a therapist do, is different. Okay, go ahead, Bray. So I know Jenny personally, <laughs> and <laughs> what she was praying for, and she she just said it in the comments. It was about yeah. her sexuality. So. She grew up in the church, and I'm gonna speak for her. And you come on in the room whenever you get ready, girl. But <laughs> I'll send you the link if you want. Okay, <laughs> she was praying about her sexuality because I'm gonna be yeah, right. She grew up in the church. Um, she was always told that, of course, much like everybody else, that being a lesbian is a sin, being gay is a sin. So, in her mind, she's trying to pray this away. She got married, mm. she had children, she did mm. XYZ. But the whole time that she's living in this, this normal lifestyle, she's miserable, right? She's very unhappy. So she decided, so was it that she was praying and that it wasn't being answered or was it like Chastity said, you know, it was a little bit more to, to the situation. So when we say stuff like, I can't, I'm not, 
a, I'm not a church goer, right? I was raised in a church, but that's not something that I do now. I'm a very much, I'm very spiritual. If you know me, I'm all about very, a lot of different things, right? So that's a whole nother story for a whole nother day. But when it comes into, you know, telling somebody or being like, you know, you prayed for this and it, you didn't get the answer that you wanted it, without knowing the full extent of what the person was praying for, then it, that's what she, exactly what she was saying about people falling back and the belief shifting because that's the narrative. But we made that assumption without even really knowing what it was that she was praying for. You know what I'm saying? So that mm -hmm. that always gets into a sticky situation, especially when it comes into something about what's considered normal and what sunshine, which you were talking about earlier, you know, people judging sin and what is a sin and how everybody knows that uh, as a as a whole, as a collective, especially in black churches, any yes. type of homosexuality, you are damned yes. to hell. Period. Yes. Child, the whole time the, the pastor is sleeping with the deacon's wife. Be clear. It goes all the way around in so many different ways, but that's when it gets into to the you know condemning somebody. So it, it's it's a it's a topsy turvy type of thing, and that mm. you know we always talk about how sexuality is that's difficult to talk about in church, right? I've seen right. some people, not this Kev, but Kev on stage. He makes all types I of little jokey jokes about being sexual with his wife. And if you read some of the comments, people are like, oh my God, going you're a in. Christian. You're not supposed to talk about But like they married. That bed is under fire. That's his wife. Their husbands <laughs> is cheating. Or their wives is cheating. One so or the yeah, other. You yeah. have that type of ideal that this man and this and his wife, who have been happily married for what twenty something years, don't Long have time. a sexual relationship, right? And Thanks. that's considered to be the norm in church. How are you viewing somebody that's telling you that they're living a lifestyle that has been condemned to hell? Thanks. How are you looking at those types of conversations? I was shocked and appalled that people were mad at Kev on stage for they making the little jokey jokes that he makes about him and his wife having a But it's his wife. Because oh that's what you guys talk about all the time. It's supposed to be the norm. Everybody's always talking about pushing the damn gay agenda. This man is pushing, which I nobody... What y'all preach about? What y'all preach about? Gay coalition. Nobody has ever told me what the gay agenda is, and I'm mad about that because why I didn't get the memo. Oh anyway, why, you know, why is that not okay for this man to talk about that? And it, it like I said, it just goes into if, if you got sexuality, period, is not talked about in church. What's considered heteronormative is not talked about in church. So it, it's, it's difficult. And then when you get into, you know, I'm trying to pray away the gay. What what is the conversion camps and things like that that you mm. heard about people, you know, sending their kids because mm -hmm. they don't want them to be gay anymore. Are you telling me that I can pray this away? Are you telling me that these people can lay hands on me? And like you were saying earlier, I can do, I can throw up and we can speak and so, and then I'm not going to be gay no more. I ain't gay no more. I'm delivered. I'm delivered. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's not yeah. how that works. <laughs> so. Kim, I, I mean, I don't want to put you on the spot by no means, but, but what verse of the Bible says that you can't 
it ain't Adam and Eve, it's Adam and Steve, or it ain't Adam and Steve, it's Adam and Eve, whatever people say. What Bible, what Bible verse follows up with so, the uh, being against gay people? So it's in the book of Lamentation, Lamentation, Lamentation I'm, I'm tongue-tied. It's in the Lamentations book, and it talks about a lot of different things. Um, it also talks about not eating shellfish. It also talks about not wearing certain types of clothing. It, it mm -hmm. goes into very deep intel about Jewish custom things and the currency of those times. Um, but this is that I'm really going to lose some people here because okay. I'm a preacher and I say, you seeing so what? I can't judge you because you sin differently than me. Because what it all, what does it say in the New Testament? Because that's where we at now with the New Testament. Jesus here now, he you know he didn't come back. He got up. We're gonna shout on Easter because he got up. But we, it said all have sinned and fell short of the glory. But so so because your sin looks different than mine, I can't look down on you. Because guess what? We looking eye to eye the whole time. Both of us are in the wrong. Okay, the difference between a person that has admitted their sin. And a person that has not admitted their sin is the difference between a bloody rag and a muddy rag. Okay, would you wipe your table with a bloody rag? No. Would you wipe your table with a muddy rag? No. But see, Christians believe that we're covered by the blood of Jesus Christ. Okay, so that's your bloody rag. And he said, well, because we're all filthy rags in His presence. So no matter how high and mighty you try to sit yourself, because you don't sleep with the same sex, you still just as filthy as everybody else. God's message is love. Okay, so you need to show love towards these people. Church is not for perfect people at all. If you're perfect, you're already in heaven. Okay, so let social man work out his own soul salvation. Stop worrying about what's going on, what's in other people's bed, and worry about what's going on in your life. Okay, because if you're worrying about what's going on in other people's bed, that's the reason why you need a therapist, because your mind is jacked up. You mm. worry too much about the wrong things. Too many Thanks. times people get too involved in the wrong stuff. You need to deal Thanks. with your own stuff. That's why you so messed up, because you too busy trying to look at that man twisted don't worry about him twitching. You don't know who touched him when he was a little boy. Don't worry about that. You don't know who what happened to that little girl when she was Thanks. a little girl. You don't know Thanks. what. You don't know the story, so don't judge the steps. That's it. Mm. Mm. <laughs> you don't know the story. Don't judge the steps. That's I like that. That's a t-shirt. I'm gonna write it down, Chaz. <laughs> <laughs> I just hate. I hate church people trying to be bullies when they pick on they pick on the LGBT hey. community and, and, and don't get it twisted. Okay, I have my same beliefs. Okay, I believe that I, I believe. Okay, you know I have believe. Okay, same sex is okay. I, whatever. Okay, it is what it is. But at the end of the day, what is it my business? Right. What do I? What, what does it matter? If they are, because because let, let me let, let me be clear, because you have people in the same sex relationships that are monogamous, they're committed to each other, and they're not out here in the streets, they're not out here running a crazy, they're not here acting a fool, and they love each other, and they're not sleeping around all the other stuff. But you got married people that are in heterosexual marriages in the church that can't keep it in their pants. That's well, why you got old lady on the microphone showing up behind because her husband probably done showed out on her a few times before. See, and the shenanigans <laughs> that go on, we need to start taking responsibility for that mess. It's time. Mm -hmm. Mouth and stuff like why are you so busy trying to point see you point your finger at everything but you won't dig into your own sin mm. look in the mirror i mean let's be real it ain't our job to dig in other people's sin it ain't just just digging your own worry about you and yourself don't be throwing <laughs> shit don't be throwing stones at glass houses oh baby it's mirrors over here it's not our job. Whether people who live in right or not, all of that, not our job. 
They I can't say it's business. So what's everybody else's excuse? I had posted that on Facebook one time before. I get paid to be in people's business. That's literally my job. What is everybody else's excuse for being in people's business? They put exactly. it on Facebook and I'm nosy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you might be nosy. You might be nosy, but you might. You might be nosy, but you ain't gonna tell people to jump off a cliff because they're not living right. Right. Oh yeah, no, I'm not gonna do that. Right. That's the problem. I'm not saying that we're not gonna have our bias. I'm not saying we're not gonna have our opinions. I'm not saying that you know one person gonna believe somebody can be gay and nobody might. All of that, none of that matters in my opinion. You know, I can sit here and think that I people should live a certain way, but I also I, I also can live like respecting people regardless of how they live. Right. And that's the difference. You know what I'm saying? I may have an opinion that I don't think people should be doing certain things, but you know what? They are people. Let people be people and mind their business. That's my slogan always. But let people let people and mind your business. Amen. It's not your job to figure out why people are doing certain things. Mm-hmm. Why are you even taking the energy to do so? If you take that same energy and put it in yourself and go seek a therapist, you might be better off. But now you taking that energy to put it in other people's life to try and figure out why they're not doing something. Matthew 7. What did it say? You can't realize you got something. You, you, you talking about somebody got a, a speck in that and you got a whole beam in yours. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> they want Bible. I'm going to give them Bible. They want the word. I'm going to give it to them. I'm going to give it to them. They ain't gonna he said in the Lord said <laughs> Take your time, Pastor. Go ahead. You worried about a speck in somebody else's eye. You keep us here all night. Come on now. It's 2023. Okay, That's right. That's fast, though. You're right, though. Honest. All right, too. I'm gonna go back. I'm gonna go back up to Tierra. Tierra said you can absolutely do two things at once. Pray before you go to therapy that you will be open and receptive, that you relay mm-hmm. your feelings clearly, that you and your therapist will connect, and that is another step to feeling happy. Pray that you have the strength to be consistent. Amen. Amen. I like that, Tierra. I like that. Amen. Amen. I like that. And then, of course, Jenny just commented with Mary. I had already said that she was struggling with her sexuality, so on and so forth. So, we love you, Jan, girl. Be free. Do. I hope you're free yeah. now. Forget Live your church. life, honey. Live love your life. God. Be free. Because Jesus died for all sins, not mm-hmm. just certain ones. Y'all's not mine. Just because I don't see not certain ones. Bye. Uh, you're gonna be, be number one in hell just for that comment alone. She's gonna be number one. Oh, right. no, but oh, your right. mistake. I'm just playing. I am just playing. <laughs> the, the truth of the matter is, okay. and the whole the whole subject is, at the, and and to boil it all down so I can calm down and quit trying to preach tonight. Mm-hmm. People are just that. They're made of flesh and emotions and all types of stuff, just like you are. And everybody's sitting on their opinion. <laughs> Everybody got one, and they're sitting on it. Because mm-hmm. a lot of times when you open, when you open your mouth, that's what come out your butt. Thanks. So you need to shut up. <laughs> Sometimes you just need to shut up. If you're, if you're not versed on the topics, if you don't understand, you don't know. Even if it's something you don't agree with, a lot of times you don't have to speak on it. 
you know, and I don't know what entitles people to feel like they got to come out and speak because there's a lot of hot and heavy topics in the Christian community that people just feel like they got to say something on. It's so much stuff that come out, and then when they ask me my opinion, they be ready to square up. I'm like, bro, if you want to fight, let's do that. We could have fought to start with. We had to, we had to go through the conversation. We could have just got our back there and got to go with you. You know what I'm saying? Like, because, and I don't have opinion on a lot of stuff because I don't feel like it, it concerns me. And it's and, and there again, like she said, it's not my area. It's not my forte. That's not what I deal with. Mm-hmm. So, like, I know I'll never be nobody's pastor because I don't care enough. Because somebody come to me with something like, look, bro, um, so you done, ma'am, you done been to me three weeks in a row telling me the same thing. And I told you to go see Mary, but you ain't go. <laughs> so don't come back to no more because you're going to be mad because I'm going to start saying bad words. You know what I'm saying? Like, leave me alone. You know, I'm, I'm, I don't care. Like, I said, I love to see people come to Christ. I love to see people give their life to Christ. And I love to see the transition of people. And I love to see the immediate of, you know, people receiving the Holy I, That That's me. I, that's why you see, when you see Kevin Devant, that's, that's what I am. I love to get people converted. But after that, I don't care. Okay, that's not my concern. I'm not your pastor. I'm not your shepherd. I'm not your overseer. I'm not the person that has to do the longevity care with you. That's somebody else's job. Look, what? Mm-mm, get somebody else to do it. See, that's not me. So, and, so, you say if, you want to keep us here long, Pastor. Keep it going. So if church people <laughs> want to wrap it up. Stay in your lane. This is the shame for me. This is the short version. This is the short version. Just stay in your lane. That's it. That's all you got to do. Mind your business and let people be people. When you swear, you're going to have an accident eventually. I promise you. Okay. All right, Chassie, last thoughts on the comment tonight. I mean, on the topic tonight. Excuse me. Last thought. So um, this is for Jenny. I want to say that it was a um, time where I had stopped going to church. I started back going to church because I had listened to um, somebody from online, Dr. Jer- David, Jeremiah, Jeremiah, David. I don't know. But anyway, mm-hmm. the first was Romans 3, 10 through 18. He did a whole thing where he had a whole bunch of people come up on stage. I think I've talked about this numerous times on here, but I feel like it's very important for me to keep saying it because I want people to understand. So anyway, he had a few people come up on stage. He had a pail of dirt. He had a whole bunch of glasses of water, clear water. He told everybody to put a scoop of dirt into their clean water on how many times they thought they sinned. Some people put one, some people put two, some people put 50. At the end of the day, the water was still dirty. So don't worry about anybody else. Worry about you because everybody else's water is dirty. Everybody's water is dirty. I don't care how righteous anybody claims that they are or you even perceive them in your eyes of how righteous they are. They're not. They're not. Everybody's water is dirty. And everybody is great even if that water is dirty because you can mm-hmm. clean up that water. You can filter it. So be yeah, you, did. be great. But what? I said dear part. I don't like dear part. That's it. You got dear part. All right, but Mary J, the therapist. I don't like Nestle. Your final thoughts. Um, seek therapy, please. No <laughs> what it is that's going on, I stand on that. That is a hill that I'm willing to die on that. Every single person that I know needs therapy. But especially if you are a person of color, you need therapy. Please seek therapy. Thanks. Thanks. All right, Kev, it's on you. Thank you, Jenny. I love that. Thanks for sharing. Yes. 
Um, Kid, what's your final thoughts? Lose your religion. Get you a personal relationship with Christ. Start praying more. Start reading your Bible more. Start studying your Bible more. If you don't go to a church that thoroughly digs in, if they don't put emphasis on their Bible study, find you a new place to worship. Okay, because that is most important. Because that's the only way you can be able to survive and live in this world as a Christian. If you if that's what you're saying you are, if that's what your profession is, is to be a Christian, then find you a place that's going to give you the word and give it to you right. Get out of the cliches and get out of that stuff. And yes, go see a therapist. Find you one. Look, contact one of the hosts. Let them hook you up with somebody. Uh, uh, Mary can recommend you to somebody, or she can recommend you to her if she don't know who you are. Find you somebody that can, look. Even if you just do, I beg of you, if just do a consultation, and I promise you, you need it more than you know and more than you ever think. It'll make your life better and make things sweeter and make your relationships better. It it's a trickle effect. Go see somebody, please. Please, 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 please. I mean, I ain't got much to add to that. Y'all, y'all summed it up really well. I, the only thing I would add, I already said, is like remove all of the external factors in your life and really hone in on the internal factors of what you need in life and live that regardless of that's what men say, that's what your mama say, what your daddy say, what your sister say. Figure out what you what it is that you need in life, live it and have that conversation with God and do what you need to do. Like even in my life, I am very, I go to church on a regular. I'm in church. I do Bible study. I, I read scripture. I'm around people all the time. But at the end of the day, no matter what anybody tells me, I pray to God. I listen to God and I get my own inclination of what's necessary in my life. Point blank period. And you know what? I could be transparent. Sometimes God be like, oh, that ain't that serious. But as long as you keep this relationship with me, you all right. And that's what not church people is not going to tell you. Church people going to tell me, no, you got to live A, B, C, D, E, F, and G to be able to be a certain way. And it's not the case. God said you have to have an individual relationship with him in order to live the way you need to live, point blank, period. Pray, fast, all that is necessary, but have your individual, not your church relationship, not what bishops say, not what pastors say, not what Kev say, even though I like what Not what we say. Now, what we say, like, for real, for real, you have to seek God for yourself and have your individual relationship, no matter what that looks like, point blank, period, eliminate everybody else, you'll be all right. That's my, that's my word of advice. Tiara had a question and answered it. She said, <laughs> I did want to ask if symptoms of depression and anxiety are different. Oh, most definitely. Yes. Most definitely, but go ahead, Mary. I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's. It ain't even got to be no long drawn out answer. The answer is it's just, just yes. <laughs> yes, yes, period. It manifests for us very, very, very differently. Absolutely. That's fast. And for me personally, because I'm somebody who seek therapy on a regular, I got a point on next Thursday. Let's be clear. For me, therapy is different because I have to seek somebody, even though people are telling me I'm tripping. Mm-hmm. Even mm-hmm. though people are telling me I'm being extra or my issues are not that important or, you know, you grew up with some abuse, but it wasn't that bad. Or, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like black people are the hardest on each other as far as trying to figure out what our problem is. Yeah, absolutely. And we got to get past all of that. Just seek whatever you need to seek for whatever you need. Point blank, period. Seek therapy, please. I cannot 
Some people, um, if I know you, of course, I can't work with you. I currently in my practice do not accept insurance due to the fact that I work for an insurance company. But yeah. if you have insurance that you want to utilize, I can point you in the right direction of a therapist. Um, I do offer a sliding scale and there's a wonderful, wonderful thing called Loveland vouchers. If you are a black woman, Google it. I promise you it will save lives. Mm. Let me look at it. Loveland vouchers. Loveland vouchers. Love land vouchers. I, we might have to hit you up so we can post that tomorrow. I would love to talk about that. I would love for you to post that. That would be dope. Yeah. I accept love land vouchers. So yay. <laughs> she said, um, I didn't want to ask. Oh, you already read it. I'm sorry. But no, it is definitely I it is definitely different for all people. I ain't even gonna say black people. I mean that black people especially. Let's be clear. Yeah. But it's different for all people. <laughs> most definitely, most definitely. Okay. All right. Well, we had a good podcast. Let me get, let me get one last thing. All right, one last thing, Kim. Go ahead. Okay, so the average judge salary is $160,000 to $285,000 a year. If you don't make that much, stop stop judging people. Thank you. <laughs> Wait, what? Straight like that. Ooh, that was good to me. You Ooh, that, that was amazing. Say it again for the people in the back, aka. Texas. I wasn't listening. I wasn't yeah. listening. So go ahead, say it again. That was, that the average judge's salary is between one hundred sixty thousand dollars to two hundred eighty-five thousand dollars a year. If you don't make that much a year, two judge people put your gavel. Stop judging them. Put your gavel. If you, if they don't pay you to do that, if they don't pay you that much to do it, put your gavel down. You give me your services up for free. <laughs> Ooh, that was good to me. That was, that was good. good to me. That was a perfect. Go see a therapist. Go see a therapist. I just you don't put get my nothing in the comments. She did, and I shared it. But if you don't get nothing else from tonight, please, please, please go see a therapist, whether it's Mary or not. Please, please, please go seek a oh, therapist. Come sit on my couch. Y'all come sit on my couch. I'm gonna recommend you somebody else. But you come over here. I'm gonna feed you liquor and we're gonna play music. Gonna be you, me, and Hennessy. He said you, me, and Hennessy. And you know what? For somebody like me who got benefits on their job but didn't realize they had a benefits, read the fine print. You got you got you got sessions out there that's free. We literally have sessions at our job that is free. I just realized it yesterday. Like literally. So you know, seek out. Read the fine print, ask questions, talk to your HR department, whatever it is that you need to do. Because a lot of the people saying they don't, they seek God because and not therapy because God is free and therapy is not. I've seen a lot of that too, but I didn't want to hit that. Therapy is not free because of COVID. Thank, thank God for COVID because it did do something. I'm about to say, go Mary, what therapist is free? I, I mean, sometimes. I mean, it's free if you can do it for free. There are some therapists that do offer pro bono. And like I said, there are some therapists that offer a sliding scale. Um, I, and, but I, I'm not trying to talk over you, but I do want to say a lot of times uh, our insurance was not paying for therapy sessions. Now it is paying for therapy sessions. And sometimes it does offer free sessions for a certain amount of people. I mean, for a certain amount of time. It may not be job therapy, but then you got also have like your job um, 
extra help or whatever that you can use. But as far as the ACA, that wasn't something that was free before COVID. So COVID did change some things. It ain't the best, but it did happen. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Jackson B said COVID changed some things. Y'all take advantage. Okay. <laughs> All right, this has been a great episode. We don't we way past our time at this point. We almost hit two hours almost. But thank you, Kev. Thank you, Mary, for this amazing topic. We already know it's gonna be amazing, so we already know it's gonna be what it is. But we appreciate you guys so much. If y'all don't know, please support Mary and Jada Therapist, a eclectic clinical solutions. Jada <laughs> therapist, hit her up, Kev. He gonna put his information later on, I guess, in the cash out, whatever you want to give him a little ties and all that. But either way, you probably love that on TikTok. Thank y'all so much. Next week we're gonna have OP shenanigans and DZ and Nikki. I think is what we said last week. We're gonna be on this week. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Yeah. So y'all be ready for DZ and Nikki next week. Thank y'all for joining. Be ready. Be ready. Shiny plate, boy. Be ready. All right, we'll see y'all then. Bye-bye.